You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. Yeah! DMV, baby! Dude, you know this is the jam right here, dude. I wanna do... That's Dave Matthews, man. What do you know about him, Shad? Uh... That you like DMB? That's about it. That's all you know about Dave Matthews. That's so. it. Hey, Lauren Boebert, I want to get back to her. She's switching congressional districts. Um, she's trying to avoid a Democratic opponent who has like far outraised her. Um, she posted a video late last night on X saying this is the best decision for her. She's implying in her video um, that her departure from the district would help Republicans retain the seat. <clears throat> she said that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we both got the gunk in our throats. She says, I will not allow dark money that is directed at destroying me personally to steal this seat. Now, I want to come back to that part. Um, it's not fair to the third district and the conservatives there who have um, fought so hard for our victories. So, you know, and she's right. <clears throat> you got the Democrats. They're pouring a lot of money into there. The Aspen Donor Group, George Soros, um, Hollywood actors, they're all putting a lot of money into her um her opponent there um he's the democrat adam fitch <clears throat> or frisch excuse me he was a former city councilman and um he was a member he, last time in 2022 he came within just a few hundred votes of beating lauren bomer bobert and so now in the rematch that was really highly anticipated he was he was ready for it he's raised so far 7.7 million dollars for a congressional seat now let me just put that into perspective here in our um district here I ran for Congress a couple years ago, or last year, and I raised 380,000, finished third, 18,500 votes. Um, Wasson had about, or Burleson won the seat with 2.2 million, and then Wasson spent about $2.7 million and lost it. Her opponent has already, and we're still, how many months away are we from that? That'd be November. Yeah, November, and we're still what? 11 months. 11 months away? I mean, and he's already raised 7.7 million. She's already raised 2.4 million. But see, this is the thing when you're running for office, the money counts because people, they, they start to look at it. Republicans start going, ooh, when it comes to time for ads, he's going to be able to blast her. I'm not going to throw my good money after bad. And so that's a, so she's, she's seeing the writing on the wall there. And remember, um, she says he's attacking her personally because, um, um, you know, the stuff that she's done. See, that's my thing. If Lauren Boebert had handled her business and gone to Washington as a representative of those people who voted her in as a complete underdog and a nowhere, she'd never run for any office early on. If she would stop, you know, playing these political games, if she wasn't tainted by Washington, you know, um, going there and just looking for sound bites and getting on there and just, I mean, she's just not done a good job in my opinion. She wouldn't, they wouldn't have any room to attack her personally. So, um, we played a clip before. I'm going to have you pick up there a little bit because she's going to be talking about some of the personal stuff and then we're going to get your comments on this, Chad. So listen to this. Personally, this announcement is a fresh start following a pretty difficult year for me and my family. I had never been in politics before and I'd never been through a divorce, something I never intended to go through. I've made my own personal mistakes and have owned up and apologized for them. It's tested my faith, my strength, and my abilities, both as a mom and a congresswoman. It's been humbling and challenging, but it's also given me perspective and helped me grow. Okay, stop I- it. 
What do you think about what you just said there, Shad? Well, there's a old phrase that comes back, without struggle, there is no progress. And she was talking about all her challenges and everything that she's gone through. And I mean, some of those things can be very transformational True. to you as an individual. As you go through those challenges, um, you know, they can define you or they can refine you. And I think you have a choice on those. And some of those things she brought on to herself, yeah. for sure. But she is it out there in the pit of vipers. Yeah. And they say that, you know, they'll use blackmail to get whatever they want out there in Congress. And so she probably loaded up the weapon for them just a little bit. Yeah, no, you're so right on that. And I mean, I, I love your heart on that, too, because it is I, like as Lauren Burbert as a person, I, I'm I'm cool with you growing and, and being transformational. And I do like the humility in that where she's saying, look, I know I've done this. I've never done that stuff. But, you know, my take on it is, man, Washington is a swamp. And are you now becoming a part of that swamp? But then going back to your district when you need to get reelected and just saying what you think people want to hear. Give me another chance. I'm sorry. Because she's had some chances, bro. You know, and she continues to do stuff. And, and you know, uh, you know, she got elected by um, conservative Christian people who thought that this is a, you know, a family woman who was talking about kids. I'm going to protect our kids. I'm going to protect our Second Amendment right. And it's like she went to Washington, dumped her husband, and now, you know, when she knows that she's probably going to lose her seat to someone else in this district, a Democrat. And there's another Republican in that district who um, he was up running against her as a primary. I mean, that's where she had to get through first, the primary race. And I don't think she's going to come out of the primary. And I think she knows that, you know. Um, so she now wants to switch to an easier district that has it's a very safe um, Republican seat that that um, that seat. President Trump won that district by 20 points in 2020. And so it's it's literally the most conservative district in Colorado. She doesn't even live in it. So is she really going to represent those people? I mean, that's kind of where I'm at it. Or is she just wanting to keep her political career alive and, um, and go and represent like she doesn't even live in their district. How's she going to, re- how's she going to represent the people in a district that she doesn't even live in? Are they going to see through that? See, those are, those are my issues. And then she's going to leave it to um, the other Republican who, what's his name? Jeff Hurd. He is a uh, more traditional Republican candidate, and he's already garnered the support from a lot of prominent Republicans in the district because they were going, I mean, in the primary race. And so she probably wasn't even going to win the primary. So I'm torn, Shad. I mean, that's jacked up. Well, sometimes in life you have to pivot. And, uh, you know, if we can keep a red seat, uh, red, you know, honestly, she could be a great human being or she could be a terrible human being. But that part is almost irrelevant. How does she vote? How does she uh, push those uh, conservative principles? I disagree, though. I don't think you can because you're basically saying do what you do what I say, not as I do. You know, so like as long as she just gets there and votes along party lines, we're okay with it. When she doesn't have values that are going to represent, she's not living the values that she's saying. See, that's my issue with it. And we know that that seat in the 4th District is going to be Republican anyway. So she's, you know, what what if you have another Republican who lives in that district, but she has better name ID, she's going to just knock that person down who is going to try to, you know, go for that seat. It's See, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And But at the same time, I, I am about second, you know, you know, second chances, you know. I'm, I'm really torn on this one. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you know, at this 
in this case, where you know where she the decision's been made, so yeah. she's already going to switch to a district she doesn't live in, and uh, you know at this point we got to figure out you know what do we have to do in order to uh, increase our majority in the house, yeah. and if that's a, a move that helps that, then so be it. Well, I think that you know this doesn't look like we're doing that because she's leaving District Three, which she's in now. The Republican or the Democrat went against her last time. He, she beat him. She kept behaving badly. And now when she leaves this race, he's going to be the front runner. And our, our second place guy is going to try to fake, face this dude. If Lauren Boebert's only raised 2.4 million, our second place Republican guy in district three, he's not raised that much money. Do we think he's taken out, um, this dude, um, um, Frisch, who's already raised 7 million, 7.7 million? See, that's where, because she behaved badly, this Democrat, Adam Frisch, is now the front runner and probably is going to for sure win District 3, and we're going to just keep District 4. So she's not helping us. And this dude, Dave, or um, Adam Frisch, he, he says this. He's like, um, this is what he said in his statement. He says, from day one of this race, I've been squarely focused on defending rural Colorado's way of life and offering common sense solutions to problems facing the families of Colorado's third congressional district. My focus will remain the same. Says I don't care who the challenger is, I'm taking them down. <laughs> so Lauren Boebert behaving badly, we're probably going to lose in the congressional seat. That's the way the bottom line is. Well, Colorado is definitely not a red state by any stretch of the imagination anyway. That's true. But every seat counts, Chad. Every seat counts. So hopefully she learns. She doesn't act a fool when she gets back there. If she makes it, we'll see what's going on. Lauren Boebert, we expect more from you. You got to do better. So... Hey, that's the deal there. Um, Lauren Boebert switching congressional seats to try to get an easy win. That's what she's doing. Hey, um, Dakota Woods, 715, he's going to be with us. We have a local um, guest, Kerry Wells. He is going to come in and talk to us about the Missouri caucus system at 730. We need to know about that. We're moving from, you know, where we go and we normal straight ballot, you know, um, you vote for them um, to a uh, primary to a caucus system. You got to show up on that day and, um, and if you stick around long enough and you vote, then your pony will win. And so I'm sure you're going to be out there caucusing, aren't you, Chad? I've already cleared off my schedule that day. <laughs> Who are you going to? Well, don't say it. Don't say it. Save it. For, save it. Anyway, a lot of great show lined up. We got them. Um, let's go to some local news with Logan Weber.